uh, you can get mad at your significant significant other playing the game. Tell them to stop collecting shit. My wife. Um, <laughs> that was this. That was like the the saddest uh, Borat impression I've ever heard. My wife. Um, <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. Uh, I'm Zach. Oh my god. Oh, 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 it's ruined. It's ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. And I haven't been on two. in a while. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Zach. Hey. Hey. Uh, we did it. How are you guys? That's the whole show. We did it, everybody. Good All night. Right, and Good night. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> How are you guys so, doing? Oh, good. Yeah, fine. Little, I, little sunburnt, but I'm good. I moved in a, in a new place, but I still have just an alarming amount of VHS tapes behind me. So yeah. I, a cat. There's a cat here, too. I, I like that the camera's pulled farther back so you can see the outrageous VHS collection that you have. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, if it helps, it's sitting. my laptop is sitting on top of a DVD VCR. So Good. Good. There you go. The best. The yeah. best yeah. kind of stand. Uh, Justin, I'm thrilled at your setup here. That looks pretty cool. Thank Usually you. you're just, like, sat on, like, a recliner... Just like you're floating in space and just waiting for the sweet release of death, so that looks nice. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I like to show off my little my little setup here. No, this is my whole. I wish I could face the camera this way, uh, like towards where I'm to looking. head on. Oh, yeah, okay. because that's where all my Zelda. Like literally, it's a wall of Zelda, and I wish I could show that, but just directional wise, it doesn't yeah. work. Well, speaking of wall of stuff at my work for a while, every six months I would change. Like I had a big office for a moment because there was only like three of us working there. And uh, so I had all this wall space. So like every six months I would completely change everything on my walls. And so uh, there was a time where it was all uh, wrestling eight by tens of like, you know, autographs and stuff, which is like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. But when you think about it in a corporate setting, people would walk into my office and there would be, I don't know. 30 8 by 10 frames of half-naked people just on my wall <laughs> at the workplace. Uh, so then eventually I took that down, and I just bought, like, an alarming amount of wall clocks, and they were all set to different times. And, like, they would all be set on the wall, and people would walk in and be really concerned. I'm like, I'm really into time management right now. That's my big thing right now. Uh, oh, you've uh, become a supervillain. You're calendar man. I Basically. <laughs> I was calendar man for six months. I tried it out. It was okay. It was clock um, But speaking of calendar man... We are counting down here the top five oops a daisy moments in podcast. No, we are, uh, we're talking about Lego Star Wars. Yes, hey, we are. Lego Star Wars came out. The, yeah. the Skywalker <laughs> Lego, brick. Lego, Lego Star Wars came out for the fifth or sixth time again. Yep. <laughs> hey! This time we got nine movies. There you go. It's nine yeah. whole levels. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, what what is your guys' experience with the Lego Star Wars game or any of the Lego games? Like, how what? Because I've played a, I, I, all, a lot of them. Like I would say every single one that's ever been made. Oh shit! Really? Wow. No, you. I'm saying you. Oh, I'm saying yeah. I've li- oh, you want mine? Yeah. I've literally never played a Lego Star Wars game in my life. No, but uh, you've played Lego games. I know you. I, played the Lego... first one I jumped in on was Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I played a little bit of uh, Lego Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and I think like maybe one other of like the DC ones or something like that. Um, but in terms of Star Wars games, crazy limited experience. I've seen some, I've seen you play some James, 
But um, my personal experience with Star Wars games, super limited. Hell, my experience with Star Wars in general is pretty fucking limited. Like, uh, you, I don't know. You and, your wife, you and your wife hooked my wife into a cult, and so now I've seen everything and I know everything. And uh, it wasn't until, like, you know, I'm going to be that guy. It wasn't until Mandalorian that I really started to give a shit. And so um, I feel like I'm playing a lot of catch-up. Uh, in this there's a lot like obviously i know pop culturally the fucking movies i had episode one fucking action figures because i'm stupid and i buy in a marketing <laughs> um but in terms of like really having like a beloved passion for this franchise it's just like that's ah, okay and i know about it pop culturally and the impact it's had pop culturally and on filmmaking um, so that I, I wasn't lost in anything in Lego Star Wars. I wasn't like, wait a minute, who's this fucking character? Like, I got it for the most part. Darth Vader's but, his father? Yeah, well, I, whoa, whoa, since when? Um, is this this retcon bullshit? Um, but in terms of, like, I saw, I was doing some research, and I saw online there was a couple of nitpicks that, that fans had of, like, the original version of the Lego Star Wars game versus the new one, and I was like, yeah, that doesn't affect me at all because I don't fucking know what any of that shit is. Um, so this has all been basically fresh for me, uh, with the added bonus of like, I know the movies that it's referencing. So there that it's about or summarizing, I should say. Yeah. So, uh, so that's me, that's me in, in terms of, of the star Wars game. Uh, Justin, what about you? What's your experience? Uh, mine is primarily the Wii star Wars Legos. I mean, that's, that's the one I've played, uh, the shit out of, um, you know, my perfectly legal copy mm-hmm. of star mm-hmm. Wars, you know, Lego star Wars. Um, that was definitely what, yeah, not some kind of like hacked the, situation whatsoever. That was no. like the complete trilogy or some shit or the original I think so, trilogy. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember what they I called it. I think it's it. original. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me and Ashley would play it. I know we played it back in college. You know, we, we would just kind of progress through it like randomly. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be like one of us is playing it. Then two other people are playing it. I don't know. It was it was kind of. uh and then, yeah, I remember uh, us like my biggest thing is like with those kinds of games, because it's 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 I guess you could say it's kind of a collectathon. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. mostly a collectathon. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like one of our biggest things is just going back to the levels and, and 100 percenting the shit out of it. Um, but yeah, like in terms of Lego games. Yeah, I've uh, Lego Harry Potter. I know Ashley gets her rocks off on Lego Harry Potter. She oh. she will go back and play that game oh. many times, even if she's 100 percent at it. Um. Uh, as for the other Lego games, I don't remember if I've uh, really played any other ones. But um, you know, my I feel like I feel like I played probably what was considered the best one before this one coming out. So um, was I, I feel like the Wii one was probably what the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I coming into this, I have a good like perspective of like comparison. Be like, yeah. okay. Here's what's going on. Well, yeah, the reason I wanted to ask was because uh, I've played a lot of the Lego games, and to me, they're all just kind of the same. It's the same. (laughs) Mechanically, it's the same thing, but, you know, thematically, it's a different rapper. Now I'm Batman. Now I'm Luke Skywalker. Now I'm Harry Potter. Whatever. Uh, So I was like, when they announced this game, I was like, yeah, but why? Like, why? (laughs) We already have... Like, the original trilogy, we have, like, I, I think they did, like, Lego Force Awakens or something. And I'm like, why do we need a completely remade thing of nine movies? So, whatever. We bought it. I'm playing it with my wife. And then it hits me, like, oh, 
instead of um because the way most of the games work is you have a fixed camera and some of the games handle it a little differently but for the most part you have a fixed camera and both players have to stay within the bounds of that camera yeah lego lego harry potter breaks that a little bit but for the most part it's just one camera and you have to stay within the bounds of the camera as soon as you boot this up there is a line down the middle of the screen and there the camera is like back over your shoulder and i'm like well oh that's that's a little different and yeah. uh, turns out, f- for me at least, that was a fucking revelation. Uh, <laughs> because, because, and I wanted to, I'm, I'm glad you, you pointed out, Justin, that your wife, you and your wife played a lot of the Lego games. Um, uh, you know, uh, n- no shade thrown at Ashley, but she's the most maddening person to play these Lego games with because she obsessively wants to 100% collect e- everything, all oh, the yeah. studs, Every, gotta get them all. Gotta get them all. Is there is there anything? Do we, let's go back here. Gotta get. It. And like when you're tied on one camp screen and you're like waiting for that other person, you're like, oh my god, can we please? Can we? <laughs> uh, this is amazing because like one person can fuck off and you know go collect everything. The other person can progress the story. You know, and there's the collectibles are fucking outrageous in this game. There's so many things to collect. Yeah. Uh, and in my case, at least, even when I went off to fuck, I was like, okay, you go collect shit. I'm going to go fuck with the story. And then I'd like fuck to the story and I'd be like, oh, what, you know, what's this over here? That's a cool character. Let me go over here. And then I'm like, oh God, now I'm just collecting shit. Like focus, focus. <laughs> so it's funny that you brought that up because you have just blown my mind. Yeah. Because it didn't even occur to me because it's been a long time since I've played a Lego game. Yeah. It didn't even occur to me the change in the camera and that you're not tethered to the same screen anymore. I thought that I had just matured as a person <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm not going to yell at my wife anymore because she won't fucking move on and is keeping me locked into this fucking room. I thought I had grown. Turns out not. Turns out the game just went, Hey, do we know that there's some people. I love that you were so proud of yourself. While you're fucking like, playing. Yeah. So, I'm a better person. Yeah. So um, whoops. And it turns no out, personal growth from me. and it turns out like I'm the asshole now because there's just so many like flashing lights that are like woo, and I'm like ooh, what's this? And my wife is like, hey, can we please keep it moving here? I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, has I... there been, um, has there been a story element? Because obviously, it's not like it's not like frame for frame recreating these films. It's you know, a summary. It's joking it's like kind of pulling in memes and and sort of general fan i guess opinions on these films and and moments has there been a moment that stuck out to you that you're like oh this game's great i love this game like as as like a dumb joke or or how they've handled something or or anything along those lines in the game so far yeah uh james start with you because you you Nodded very, uh, very knowingly. Well, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like really deep cut references. Like the thing, I don't know how I'm going to edit this. Uh, the thing that I, I, uh, referenced with in, I'll just re-explain it. Uh, it, when you get to episode seven, there's, uh, a moment that, you know, in the movie that a lot of fans called attention to where Chewbacca, you know, Han Solo's dead. Chewbacca, his best friend in the whole fucking wide world is dead. Like... He's got to be devastated. He gets off the Falcon and, uh, like, Leia immediately goes to hug Rey, this person that she's just fucking met. Like, 
It's yeah, like, true. how, what, how are you going to pass up Chewbacca? Like, this guy's got to be devastated. Like, what? Why are you hugging Ray? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the Lego game, like, very clearly calls attention to that because the camera is, like, following Ray or following Leia and Chewie, and it looks like they're going to embrace. But at the last second, the camera, like, switches, and then <laughs> Leia and Ray hug, and Chewie's just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> poor Chewie. Yeah. Um, there, well, Justin, why don't you? Do, is there anything that's jumped out at you so far that you're like, oh fuck yeah? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I've been loving all the fun little jokes they've been making. Um, oh, the one thing that that comes to comes to mind is like the weird. I felt like they were trying to make like an adult joke when uh one of the 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 like doors came down and Vader stuck his lightsaber oh, yeah. through, and it was like wiggling around. He's like, oh, it seems to be. Yeah, that was a very odd choice. I was like, that that seems very phallic, you know, kind of. Yeah, I I enjoyed that that we opened the game with that joke. Like, oh, he stuck his lasery dick in and it got stuck. Also, am Uh, I crazy? The other Star Wars games didn't have commentary, right? No, no, there was no. They were just all, and that was it. They just made noises, right? And then this had lines, and I was like, it's been a couple of games. Um, I don't, I don't know which started it, but I'm pretty sure that like. The stupid Lego Jurassic Park games had voices. It's been a m- recent development in the few in the past few years that they were like, "Hey, we're getting deep enough into representing these films that we can't just get away with like mumbling. That like we have to get voice actors involved so that it's it can be a little more robust summary of the story and it's not just like, well, you get the idea. It's it's for kids." They were like, well, if we're really going to tell the story, let's get some fucking voice actors in here. Um, one thing for me, I agree. I love the jokes that have been made. Um, I love I love the weird running joke with Darth Vader. Couldn't decide whether or not he knew that Obi-Wan was on the Death Star or not. Yeah, like, they yeah. did it like three times. Like he was like, <laughs> oh, I feel something. No, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, yeah. And at one point he's like working out and he's like, yes, I feel it. No, wait, no, no. <laughs> And then, like, Obi-Wan walks in, he's like, ah! Like, I was like, that's funny. So let me jump to this, then. So we talked about, like, little moments that stuck out. Um, and the love of now the characters are untethered. Um, are there any other elements that, either gameway-wise pl- or structurally or whatever, that you've really, really enjoyed so far? Um, I will say I love... Um, so just like all the games, of course, I'm a fucking goblin and I love having the thousand fucking characters to unlock. And we've punched in a bunch of codes. So like we have like all these weird characters oh, I've been yeah. playing as I've been playing as Grand Moff Tarkin and I've been playing as like this weird the fucking Mr. Bones fucking droid. Like, I don't fucking even know. I had to find out what his backstory was. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so I love that shit. But that's a that's a staple. Um, I will say, though. The interacting with other characters, like, to give you, like, rumors and things like that of, like, side quests, I actually don't hate that. I think it's actually yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And especially, like, the that's another opportunity for them to put in more jokes, which I think is good. Um, and just a huge fucking voice cast. Like, I know it's yeah. probably only, like, ten people and they're just doing a million voices. But, like, just the variety of voices that you hear in this, I was like, this is fucking amazing. That's that's one of the things I'm really taking out of this is, is the voice acting in this. It's, the, it's really fun. Some of the sound-alikes are really good. The the, yeah. the Harrison Ford sound-alike, fantastic. Um, yeah. The Luke sound-alike is pretty good. 
And then uh, we uh, we got to Return of the Jedi, and um, or maybe it was Empire, and I was like, oh my god, the Lando sound-alike is amazing! That's so good! And then I looked it up, and Billy D. fucking Williams. Of course! <laughs> He's not going to turn in a paycheck! He was like, oh, I don't care, it's fine. I was like, holy shit, that's so good! How did they... Uh, it turns out it's the real guy. It, yeah, it's actually Billy D. Williams. And, of course, Anthony Daniels is Z-3PO, because... If you didn't, Anthony Daniels is like obsessive about like he has to be C three PO in literally everything. So like, uh, just like all the video games, TV, whatever, anytime they depict three PO, he's got to be the man. Uh, hey man, there's nothing wrong with protecting your gig. I get no, it. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, anything else that stood out is like. This is something really, like I said, the voice acting I'm impressed with. Because again, you know you're making money with this fucking game, so like you could have right. phoned that in. You could have just gone like, yeah, we're just gonna pay people in the office to come in and say, you know, no, uh, you start later now. Um, but like, very impressive. There's a lot of good variety and and um, and a lot of people just sound like they're giving a shit. So I was like, okay, cool, that's good. Yeah, uh, uh, I love the jokes. Yeah, jokes are great. I can't get over the jokes. Like there's a, especially now that there's voice acting, it makes True. it that much better. Because there was a True. lot. There's a lot of joking in all the Lego games. They they kind of right. put little fun little things in there. But like now that there's actual voice acting in the Star Wars stuff, I feel like it, it gave this whole another level of comedy to the game. Yeah, because again, uh, in the olden days, it would had to be it had to be all physical. It had yeah. to be you know like it had to be almost like pantomimed. Versus yeah. like, oh, now we can just write funny things now, and that can be part of it. Well, one, um, of, one of the jokes that only works with voice acting is when you select Qui Gon to uh, as like a character you want to play. The 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 voice actor uh, says, uh, "Oh, I have a very particular set of skills that might be helpful here." And I'm like, "What? You can't say that. You're not allowed <laughs> to say that. Kill somebody. You're not allowed to say daughter back. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah." So, so let me flip flop it then. What is the? I will be honest. There's not terribly much in this game that I haven't liked. But what are? Is there anything that stuck out to you? I have one specific thing. Um, but is there anything that has stuck out to you that has just absolutely sucked donkey balls about this game? And don't say they have the fucking sequels in it. Don't. That's <laughs> that's very lame. Don't uh, say that. Okay, they have the prequels in it. Uh, oh, got him! That's a got him! Comedy. We got him! He got it! We got there! <laughs> Fuck you, prequels! Yeah, Jar Jar Binks. That character sucks. Ah, the first guy. Um, no, I. Th- this is one of those games that, like, I feel like could have used just another month in the oven, just like a little bit more QA time, because we've had a couple of like weird bugs. Uh, like, it, yeah. we, we did the sail barge thing, and I was playing as Luke Skywalker, and I like force tossed my lightsaber. And it never came back. And I was oh. just Luke Skywalker without a lightsaber. And I was like, <laughs> I was like glitched for the rest of the level. Like I couldn't attack and my camera was fucky. Same thing happened in uh, Force Awakens um, when Rey was fighting Kylo. Um, I think I was Finn because like we're playing co-op and I was Finn and the game needed Finn to be in the battle in order to progress but I was like Finn, and it was like uh, my wife was fighting Kylo, and the camera was just like locked behind me, and I was behind an obstacle, and I, the camera was like locked onto Kylo, but Kylo's like a million miles away. Anyway, there's like weird camera issues. Some of the platforming I've found to be a little wonky. Like sometimes your character grabs the edge, and sometimes you just fall to your death, and I haven't exactly figured out. Like it just, 
some of the platforming there's a lot of um the like hidden kyber bricks that require yeah. precision platforming and that can be really aggravating when the controls aren't super tight and the camera just does whatever the fuck it wants sometimes uh so like those are like my little nitpicks i don't, I don't know that yeah. these are like deal breakers but it's like god damn we, we just another month in the oven to polish some of these things up because all these are like quick fixes there's like a weird ui bug i don't know if you guys have experienced this i'm playing the pc version at least on the pc version there's a weird ui bug that when both of us confirm dialogue at the same time like the like dialogue thing starts freaking out and flashing and i'm just like <laughs> that is weird like that seems like a very easily fixable thing i don't know there's just like a lot of just like little like oh that would have been so easy to fix in, in terms of, like, the nuts and bolts, uh, there's been a couple of times where, like, we've been fighting somebody and, like, they, like, bl like blasting a stormtrooper or something like that. And he should just be like, ah! And instead he's like, ay, ay! And he goes into, like, another dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. a couple times. Yeah, but yeah, really yeah. the big thing for me, the big nitpick for me, is um, the UI in general is super fucking just clunky as shit. Like, trying to get to, like, oh, I want to play this specific level... In the movie, and the game's like, yeah, I don't really know what that is. And I'm like, no, no, no. I've already played the first part of this movie ten fucking times. I want to play this part now. And it's like, yeah, I don't fucking even know what that is, pal. And I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. Um, I'm so that's so, really the only thing for me. It's so, just trying to navigate. I'm just like, what the fuck is going they, on? They, they let game? George Lucas create the UI. That's what happened. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up the UI. The, it it's like the UI combined with button mappings. Cause like all of the buttons don't do what you think they should do. Cause like yeah. uh, down on the D pad is bring up the map, which is very useful when you're uh, going back to a level to like try to get all the collectibles and hundred percent. It's like, Oh, let me bring up the map and see where everything is down on the D pad brings up the map, but B like the B button, the cancel button just like backs you out for like three menus. Even yeah. though, and I'm like, what? But you have to press select to dismiss everything. And then, like, when you switch character, you have, like, a character hotbar. And, like, right. assigning characters to the hotbar, you have to press, like, up on the D-pad. And then you have to assign the character. But that doesn't switch the character. That's, like, a different command. You have to do, like, left and right to switch. It's just like, ah, this is bad. Like, what? <laughs> it's like ui is one of those things that like you don't even think about when it works well it's just like oh this is right yeah but like when when it's done bad it's like ah, 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 ah this one uh <laughs> well it's it's interesting because you know the 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 jokes and like the gameplay and things like that i'm playing it i'm like yeah this game ain't for babies anymore <laughs> and then when i go through the ui i'm like can this game be for babies again because what the fuck am i doing like i just want to go to this goddamn planet um so yeah that was really the big the yeah. biggest obstacle for me is just like oh man the game itself is a lot of fun but getting to the fun part is very taxing and i'm like yeah. i don't do i really want to play this right now <laughs> Can I be playing Kirby instead? What the fuck am I doing? And again, like, none of these are deal breakers. There's just, like, no. a lot of annoying nitpicks that it's just like, ah, this would have been easy to fix. You got the hard part right. The easy right. part, you fucked up. Yeah. I, I had a couple um, where, uh, like, in the Rebel ship when I was, like, shooting up the stormtroopers, where the other character, when I'm just the AI in general, just started walking like in front oh, of me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what yeah, are you, yeah. like, get, go away. Like, what are you doing? And I have to move, and now my targeting isn't exactly working on the troop stormtroopers. So it's like, 
like it's like I don't know. I, that was kind of one thing that kind of took me out. The other thing that happened to me, uh, also on the Rebel ship, was I shot one of the canisters, like the red canisters that are supposed to like yeah. go around and explode. So the stormtroopers are over there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to shoot the canister and make it go off. Now I know what it does. So I shoot it, and I can see it in the background kind of flipping around, doing its thing. All of a sudden, it comes right at me and blows up in my face and kills my character. I'm yeah. like, oh, I was like 50 feet away from that, and it blew up in my face. Fantastic. <laughs> it, yeah. It avoided every stormtrooper and just said, fuck your face. You got to yeah. get the fuck away from those exploding barrels. Uh, I, I did that a million times because you can force grab that with the Jedi characters, and it like hangs yeah. over your head. But when you throw it, you got to make sure you're chucking that thing like a hundred yards downfield. Because like, if you chuck it anywhere near you at all, you die instantly. You got to hit him with the fucking, uh, the... Uh, Hail Mary? The, the, the big Hail Mary throw there yeah. at the, the, the fourth quarter. But no, you got a cat on the box right now. I got a got cat taking a shit, so... Oh, oh. Well, good. Oh, I'm sure if he had his druthers, he should be shitting there too. Um, <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. Nothing helps uh, team kill more than the AI just like slowly, hello, darkness, my old friend, just walking into the line of fire and then just eating yeah. shit. Like I yeah. killed Chewie a dozen times because I'm like, oh my God, there's a million fucking stormtroopers. And he's just like, yeah, there sure is. And then just die. Like, I've, I've had the same experience just with my wife. I'll be like shooting something and she'll just like walk into the like. My cone, my, I'm like, what are you doing? Now I'm shooting. And she's like, why are you shooting me? I'm like, why did you walk into my line of fire? Why did you make me hurt you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I just heard. Um, I hurt myself. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. The AI, a little wonky. Um, Also, a little fucking weird. Doesn't Leia kiss Luke before they do the swing in the in the Death Star? Yes, yes, yes. She's like, oh, for luck. For luck they yeah, fucking yeah. didn't do that I shit know. in the game because they were know. like, no incest in Lego. <laughs> but oh. but when you get to Return of the Jedi and Luke like finds out that uh, Leia's his sister, I do love. There's like a like Luke's like, ooh, he got some bars <sighs> for for like for like five minutes. Luke is like really distressed that Leia is his <laughs> sister. Which, like, doesn't happen. Yeah, he should be. And that doesn't happen in Return of the Jedi. He's just like, that is is such an interesting. Here's the thing. Yeah. That is that is an acting choice. (laughs) So when Mark Hamill, when in the movie, when he's like, oh, there's another. And then Luke's like, oh, Leia. And he's like, yeah, pretty fucked up. (laughs) And Luke's just sort of like, yeah, tubular. Like, just kind of like neat. (laughs) And I'm like. Did one of two things? Either nobody on set remembered, like, hey, weren't they like finger banging in the last movie? Like, <laughs> is this a problem? Or George was like, yeah, I'm aware they were finger banging, and I don't care. We're just gonna move on, and we're gonna pretend it's not a thing. Oh, but you like, never, you never kissed your sister before. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, you got to stop doing that impression because that's the funniest fucking thing <laughs> this show's ever gonna produce. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the good good on Lego for being like, no, he should have like a sadness, a regret boner yeah. after learning that, and not just be like. Oh, cool. There's a whole genre. There's a porn hub. Nice. Like, okay, great. Great, Luke. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, so did you, since obviously James gotten a lot farther in the game than, than Justin and I, um, did you guys experiment with um, the, like, idle animation communication between characters? I've been seeing a shitload of that on TikTok. What? No. So if you're playing two-player, yeah. Um, or I guess technically you can play one-player, um, and you're on free play, so you can just like pick whatever characters you want. Yeah. If you've got two characters, 
in close proximity to each other and you're not, no one's touching a controller or anything like that. They'll do their little idle animations, but they'll also like, they have a little bit of dialogue between each other. What? And some, some of the stuff is just like memes or just like out of the movie. Like if you're right. playing as yeah, yeah. Um, like wartime uh, Kenobi and you have General Grievous as your partner, he'll say, hello there. And then General Grievous will go, General Kenobi. But for ones that are that have never happened, yeah, that's what I'm. Because like, if you're Kylo and someone else is Darth Vader, Kylo has like a baby panic attack. He's like, "Oh my <laughs> god, you've wanted this your whole life. Like, don't freak out, don't freak out." And that's then Darth awesome. Vader's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "Oh my god!" Like that. So well, yeah, now I'm like just gonna go do that part. now. I'm yeah. So I've seen a shitload of that on TikTok. We're people. ending this podcast. I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard the Palpatine one's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it yet, but I just, yeah, I just yeah. read. Which uh, the uh, the I did see the idol animation for like the Senator Palpatine. You know when yeah. he's not he's not evil. He's just standing there like pompous, like hmm, and then like his lightsaber falls out on the floor, and he's like, oh my god, he like tucks it behind him, like just that kind of stuff. I was like, there's a, like James, you pointed out earlier, there's a lot of affection and a lot of work yeah. put into this. But then it was like, yeah, but how does it like, what are the the quality of life for like the nuts and bolts part? And they were like, ah, fuck it. Is you what we made? I don't fucking deal with that shit. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, <laughs> now the rest of us have to suffer. Um, but yeah, I love the codes to unlock people. I love that there's like 380 fucking characters. We finally tracked down the deluxe edition. So I've got um, the solo group DLC. I've got the Mandalorian. And it came with a little minifigure of young Luke with a blue milk mustache. So everybody oh, nice. can suck my dick. It was worth the extra however God knows how much money I spent on uh, it. You, you got like an actual minifigure? Yeah, so the deluxe edition came with like, uh, I guess like a season pass, you could say, for like all the DLC that's coming. So it's just more character packs and shit. Oh, and then it came fuck. with an actual minifigure <laughs> of young Luke with a little blue bottle of milk, and he's got, like, a little blue milk mustache. This is the one time I've regret The one time in my entire life I've regretted buying digitally, because I got the Deluxe ed Edition digitally, and I do not have the minifigure. You can have the minifigure. Uh, because no, it's, our house is fucking huge. We don't have our Lego set up. All we'll the more him. reason now you got more space I can't to just put. I can't put little Luke on a bookshelf all by himself. <laughs> It'll look like I'm, I'm spiking. Other than UI stuff, um, I've super enjoyed this game. Me too. Um, Me too. I'm actually Very looking good. forward to playing through all of it, even for like. Uh, so we did not start in terms of canonical order because the game lets you start either Episode One, Phantom Menace, or New Hope. We started on a New Hope, or but, Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, you could start with Force Awakens. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we didn't fucking check. We yeah. got to New Hope and said, "Why bother?" Yeah. Um, but I'm actually looking forward to playing the other ones, even for movies that I'm not, like, super-duper fond of, or I'm just like, eh, this one's okay. I'm still interested to see, like, how do we do that. And I want to see, I want to see if, uh, oh, which one is it in the prequel where um, the giant, like, flowchart to try to kill Padme, where it's like, uh, Count Dooku wants to kill Padme, but instead of doing it himself, he hires Jango Fett. And instead of Jango Fett, who wants to kill Padme, doing it himself, he hires a fucking shapeshifter. Yeah. And instead of the shapeshifter nice. killing Padme, the shapeshifter releases like a little robot. And instead of the robot killing Padme, the robot releases little bugs <laughs> to kill Padme. Uh, I want to see if they. Episode two, that. yeah. 
very good writing. That's what I'm trying to say here. Um, but yeah, overall, um, I've really enjoyed this. Now, the question is, are there even any other franchises that could get the same treatment? Like, I guess Harry Potter could get, yeah. like, all of them. Yeah, um, but those are recently made enough that I don't think it's super necessary. And that's with... why I was so confused with the Lego Star. I was like, really? We just did this. But, but um... other than, like, Force Awakens, I don't know if there was another super duper recent lego star wars game maybe there was um but i i remember the, like the original trilogy being like on fucking xbox and the wii so for me it was like oh i could see it being re-released and da 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 but this there's a lot of care put into this and i appreciate that but i'm trying to think i'm yeah. like is there another series that could really justify this uh, like i'm sure we'll get i don't know maybe marvel maybe uh oh that would be interesting yeah, yeah lego lego needs though. to get star trek licensing and then oh, make fuck. a Star Trek one. That'd be fantastic. Oh, fuck. Original yeah. series all the way to Discovery. Like, oh. come on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm, saying, so... like, I'm like, I'm like, what are we gonna do? The movies? Like, that would be weird. I mean, um, no, I mean, just no. Do the ep. No, fuck. We can, we can skip, skip search for Spock and be like, why are we doing that? Oh, oh, just like the best episodes. You can just play through the best episodes. Oh, it'd be so good. You hear us, Lego? There's your idea. There you go. Uh, what do you uh, you guys want to talk about? Your top five favorite Star Wars games? Oh sure. yeah. How do, you, how do you want to do it? Should we just go five, four, three, two, one? Just go around. Yes. Yeah. Let's do right. that. Uh, my number five is uh one of the new ones, uh Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, oh really? I, yeah, I like that game. I like that game. It was, just, I don't know, it's sort of a spiritual sequel to, I think it's sort of a spiritual sequel to the Jedi Knight and Dark Forces games, which I fucking love. Uh, and I think it's no coincidence that, you know, Cal Kestis, Kyle Katarn, I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, but yeah, I really like that. It, it was sort of billed as like, oh man, it's this big uh, open world. It's like, it's like Star Wars Metroid Dark Souls. And I'm like, oh, I love all of those things. And, like, it was, kind of, but it was, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. It was fine, but the level design wasn't quite as good as Metroid, and, like, the combat system wasn't quite as polished as Dark Souls, but I still really like that game. For me, uh, number five uh -huh. is uh, 2017's uh, Star Wars Pinball by Stern Pinball. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, there. Hell the yeah. first time I played it was at uh, Gods and Monsters in Orlando, Florida, oh. which is a fantastic little uh, collectibles and comic book store. Now, you're, you're talking um, about the actual table. I'm talking about actual table, full LED screens. Holy shit. Um, it's basically just sort of taking the best elements of the first three films. Um, and so uh, Playfield's nice. The Some of the stern stuff that comes out recently is just like, this is insane like i would love to show like a grandpa this as a pinball machine and be like yeah fuck it old man it's witchcraft now like there's just so <laughs> yeah. many like you get certain bonuses and a whole goddamn movie plays now whereas like you know when you grew up and you're playing the adams family one and it's the little yellow and black screen that's like oh it's fucking thing walking across neat like now it's a full like multimedia extravaganza mm -hmm. and then it's like yeah and then you hit the silver ball so that's number five. Um, I have played some of the older ones, but that one is just like, holy shit. And it's so it's such a great use of the really high end uh, LED screens and and 
the technology that you can jam into a pinball machine now, that's like the perfect. Because, you, you know, there's like a Walking Dead one and you're like, eh, this is a fucking waste of time. Uh, the Star Wars one, I was like, this is why we were jamming electronics into pinball machines was because of this fucking thing. So that's number five for me. Love it. Uh, my number five, I put uh, the kind of recent squadrons. Oh, nice. oh OK. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I, I like the squadrons. I like just I don't know. For me, with with Star Wars, I just kind of like the flying games. That's always been my kind of appeal is just flying all the different ships and doing all the different things. So you'll probably find a uh, a theme in my list a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, squadrons, it was Overall, it was a good game. It, you know, there were obviously story-wise, it was kind of poopy, and multiplayer-wise, it was even more poopy. But just, I, I don't know. I just enjoyed the gameplay a lot in that. I just liked flying the ships around, and I, I got a good, good, good joy out of that. Nice. Okay. My okay. number four is the game we just talked about for a long time. I really liked uh, uh, Lego Star Wars. The Skywalker Saga. So we don't really need to talk about it anymore. I think it is the best game to, like, play. It, the best co-op game. It's just a Star Wars game to, like, oh, I want to share this with somebody else. That's, like, the perfect game to do it. Although now that you're, you you threw in, like, pinball machines, now I'm thinking, like, oh, man, there's so many Star Wars board games and miniatures games. But anyway, I'll keep... Well, I was going to say, my next one was going to be Star Wars the arcade game. Because I pumped a shitload of quarters into that, where it's got the big fucking like dome thing around oh, yeah. you and the whole oh, thing, yeah. and oh, like wow. if you play up to it, you fight Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. And I just remember seeing the the um the like little preview video where it's like, mm, come put your quarters in me, and you'd be like <laughs> flying the fucking X wing and shit and fighting Darth Vader, and it had and it like. It, I, I'm sure there's probably some kind of ruling on like how much noise can your fucking game make in an arcade because <laughs> arcades are very right. noisy. Yeah, yeah. But it always felt like the Star Wars arcade game broke the rule because as soon as it was like done with its cycling of like, oh, there's a level of this, and there's a level of this, and you got to shoot Boba Fett because you got to get him in the Sarlacc pit. Um, then when it would come back to the the main screen, it would just be like, bah! like it was like it was so loud playing the John Williams score. Um, that I remember being in like countless arcades and it's just like a wall of noise. And then that would always break through is the giant fucking booming John Williams score. Um, so yeah, that's number four for me is star Wars, the arcade game. Nice. Yeah. I kind of remember that. I remember that I like, that's one of the more iconic memories is the blasting music. Yeah. Of like yeah. We, we're going to put 50 speakers and blow out your eardrums. Like, <laughs> and just for that part, because when you're playing the game, it's not like Darth Vader's screaming at you. It's just that song. Yeah. Uh, forget coffee. That'll wake I you just, up. I just uh, unlock. I dusted off my memory. I know. Uh, yeah. It's like my, that was one of my dust offers right there. Uh, dust off. I have like uh, intense uh, uh, like muscle memory of like, oh, it's so hard because you got to like it'll shoot as fast as you pull the trigger. And I'm like, oh, you can't really do this that fast. So I'm like doing this on the fucking trigger. <laughs> I like that. That's my hack. You got to do this on the trigger. You're so a real Star Wars the arcade gamer. If you ain't doing the baby Nazi salute to fire the weapon, if you ain't doing that, you ain't shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, beautiful. Uh, my number four. Um, I played on. I'm pretty sure it was the GameCube. Uh, GameCube, I think. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Oh as yeah. You, as you played Jang as Jango Fett. 
I kind of enjoyed that just because it was out of like out of the element of like all the other Star Wars stuff where, you know, certain things are trying to play into the story. I, as a kid, I just remember uh, playing that one and it just it was just fun just being someone different because you never really got to to get too deep into the whole bounty hunter lore of Star Wars that early on. You know, you knew about you knew about Django, but the most you got out of it was Django had a little like skirmish with Obi-Wan and that was about it. And, you know, then you have Boba Fett. But again, it's like we didn't get much of Boba Fett even in, you know, the earlier movies. So it's like uh, at the Back time, the Star Wars days, got... before it got ruined, it became woke. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, back, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter was just like, I don't know, it was just like a fun game to play and see how all his technology worked and how he like captured people and all that. And I, I thought it was pretty cool um, uh, gameplay-wise. I never got the... I need to go and finish that game because I never finished it. Mm. But I just remember enjoying it very much. Uh, my number three is Star Wars Dark Forces. Uh, this is like... Ooh. oh, It's so good. Uh, I love all the Dark Forces Jedi Knight games. Um... I went back, I'm actually, uh, just a little bit ago, I've been replaying uh, Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. It's kind of rough. Oh! Uh, The original Dark Forces, though, which is my number three, that game holds the fuck up. This is uh, commonly referred to as, like, a Doom clone. Like, visually, it looks very similar to Doom. Um, It's a lot of... um, you have, like, very fast, like, you know how Doom Guy walks. He's, like, super yeah. fast, and, like, all the projectiles... Zip it around, you got places to be. And the projectiles move slow-ish, so you can actually, like, dodge and, like, weave projectile. That's exactly how Dark Forces plays, and, you know, it's, like, all of the characters are, like, JPEGs. Like, you oh, know yeah. what I- They're the flat JPEGs that kind of yeah. twitch as, they, <laughs> as you walk around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I gotta get out of the way. So yeah, Dark Forces is exactly the same thing, but with a Star Wars skin. Uh, The original was, at least. And then uh, Jedi Knight added a lot more of, like, um, you know, a a little more focus on, like, platforming and puzzle solving. And then you could switch the camera to third person, and then that just kind of became its own thing. But the original is is more like Doom. If you like Doom and Star Wars, you, you probably have already played it. But if you haven't for some fucking reason, then go play Dark Forces. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the two and yeah you're definitely the first one's definitely Doom I feel like the second one looks more like uh kind of kind of quakeish I was just okay. guess Quake I was it looks like, like Quake guess, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's the same like, era they, just, they kept just upgrading like based on what the last Quake popular the... game popular yeah. shooting game was yeah um for me number three is uh Star Wars Battlefront O four yes my little brother had it for the playstation 2 and i remember playing the shit out of that that was actually very interesting um and i remember basically living or dying by how much the ai wanted to help because you know you're sending out your troops and then it's like sometimes they were the fucking howling commandos and you're like yeah and other times they were like now where they just walk into your line of fire and you're like ah great (laughs) um as a quick like honorable mention I always thought that Rogue Squadron looked so fucking cool. I never had an N64 as a kid. So I would just see, like, the commercial for it all the time. And I was like, that game looks so fucking cool. Um, But I don't even think I ever got to play it. I think 
I think it probably passed me by completely. I don't think I ended up playing like emulators of it or anything like that. So, um, but I always thought that was the fucking coolest idea. I'm just guess like, what? I just fucking use chips. Guess what? It was. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah, well, it was fantastic. But yeah, Battlefront 04 is is uh, is my number three because that that game I actually remember having a fucking really good time with. Uh, my, keep my searching. My number three. <laughs> Trying to figure out who's this. Uh, is what I mentioned earlier in the podcast of my experience was uh, Lego Star Wars uh, for the Wii in particular. Um, ah, that it was just that was just a good like that was a good. I, I feel like that was honestly my introductory like play into the Lego games. So um, yeah, it kind of holds a nice place for me, and it's it's good it's good to see how that has now evolved into what we have now on the switch and PC and whatever system you're using. Um, so I don't know. Lego star Wars. It's definitely um, even, even without the voice acting, it was, it was a fun game. It was a funny game. Um, and it just brings back college memories too. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Just those nice genuine college memories. Always, always good to have. I don't know. I feel like it's a good, that's kind of like an, a bit of a nostalgic game now for me. Yeah. My number two is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, not the MMO. Knights of the Old Republic is like, um, uh, it's uh, Bioware's, uh, one of Bioware's first games uh, that like really put them on the map. Uh, it's like a D&D style role-playing game uh, that like really, really explores um, a lot of like the Jedi mythos. Uh, there's a lot of like how the force works and, you know, how you become a Jedi and there's a That's lot of force works. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, um, like role playing, like actual, you know, making decisions on what you want to do. It has the whole, you know, do you want to be light side, dark side, uh, whatever, which actually no Jedi Knight was the first game to really do that. But, um, KOTOR continues the tradition of, you know, Light Side, Dark Side, which, of course, they recycled in Mass Effect as Paragon Renegade. But, you know, um, uh, I, I replayed KOTOR recently, and it was it left me really weird because, like, so much of that holds up really well, and so much of it is so dated. Uh, the parts that hold up really well are just the writing, the role-playing, like, exploring the planets is like, holy shit, and, you know, talking to characters and... Just the dialogue is just so good, and the combat, and the menus, and the fighting, and, you know, every actual, like, you know, leveling your character up is, like, awful. It's, like, <laughs> it's it's so, it's so, it's so clearly inspired by, like, pen and paper D&D &D that they just basically right. poured it over pen and paper D&D. &D. It's like, dude, this is a video game. We can do anything. Like, you don't have to... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. KOTOR is still really good, though, if you don't mind the archaic combat. Could that be fixed? We don't know. There's a remake of KOTOR coming, and at time of recording, that remake does not exist yet. So, hopefully... Oh, I was going to say, like, is there, like, a fan edit where, like, they clean that shit up? But, I don't know, I guess we'll see. Oh, I if thought, you were... Anything... I thought you were referring to the remake. If it's anything I, like uh, the fucking GTA fucking definitive edition, then mm, it'll be fucking perfect. Um, so my number two is Soul Calibur 
four? Where he gets to play as Yoda. Or, or was that Darth Vader? Darth Vader, Darth Vader, Darth Vader. Yoda Vader. was on 360. Yeah. Darth Vader yeah. was on PS3. Yeah. Gotta get that those console exclusives, man. That was the shit. Um, no, low-key, I've always enjoyed uh, Soul Calibur games. I'm not, like, super great at them. I would say I'm probably more of, like, a Roblox guy in the, my fighting game community. No, uh, I would say... <laughs> I would say maybe Tekken, kind of, sort of, maybe. In my heyday, Tekken, I guess. Um, But uh, it was super cool, and I super bought into that dumb shit of, like, you got to get it for PlayStation 3 because fucking Darth Vader's in it. I I need to travel back in time to when you had a PlayStation 1 and introduce you to a really shitty game called Masters of Terrascasi, which... Now, I don't know why. Uh Uh-huh. But I own a copy of that now. <laughs> what? I you don't, do? I don't know why. I don't remember buying it. But I have a PlayStation and I have that fucking game. You would love it because it plays kind of like a... Sort of like Tekken. Sort of like shit. Virtua Fighter. But way okay. shittier because it's so hard to make your characters do anything cool. But it's like, oh my god, you can play Darth Vader? And then there's, like, weird shit, like, Mara Jade's in that game. You can play as, like, a Tusken Raider. You can play as a Gamorrean guard. It's fucking nuts. Just, like, crazy characters. I want to <laughs> say they, like, made up their own Jedi. There was, like, another female Jedi. Or maybe, maybe no, 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 I take that back. Mara Jade, it was either Mara Jade or they just made up a female Jedi. And they're just like, this is our character now and it's in the game. Deal with it. I was like, whoa, okay. And, um... Yeah, if you if you recognize the word Terrascasi from Solo, a Star Wars story, they just made that into a fighting style because somewhere in that movie it was like, oh, I've trained in the arts of Terrascasi, and I'm like, I played that shitty video game. Anyway, <laughs> he stood up in the movie theater and pointed. And they were like, oh Jesus, I know that <laughs> reference. Popcorn flying as he I know up. that dumb shit. Yeah. Um. My number two, uh, Lego Star Wars. This one, okay. the uh, recent, the Sky- Skywalker saga. I gotta keep Hell forgetting yeah. that damn name. Um, you know, we talked about it. Um, I like it. It's very, it's very fun. Um, I feel like it's a nice little upgrade to what we had before. So yeah, that's my number two. My number one favorite Star Wars game of all time. I've endorsed on this podcast many times, and it comes with many, 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 many caveats. First of all. You have to have a flight stick. Second of all, when you download this from Steam or GOG, it does not play out of the box nicely with Windows 8 or Windows 10 or any version of Windows because it's a DOS game. This is Star Wars TIE Fighter. It's fucking fantastic. It, th- the thing that makes it so great is, again, just the dial. There's so much attention to immersion in this game, like every before every mission, your flight officer comes up to you and he's like, oh, here's what's going down. The Rebel Alliance has this base and, you know, our, our scouts have gone out and they've detected all these ships. You, you should be prepared for this. But also intelligence says, you know, maybe something crazy will happen. You're like, whoa, crazy. Like, what's that? And there's another guy and he's like, hey, I'm a shady guy and I've got some secret stuff that, uh, you know, don't tell your flight officer about, but you'll be serving the Empire very well. So you have this like list of objective, like, here's what I got to do for the Empire. Here's what I got to do for the shady guy. And you got to do all these objectives. And it's fucking great. There is a modern adaptation of this game called uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which Justin mentioned. Uh, If you don't want to deal with all the caveats of I got to have a flight stick, I've got 
but this game does play great with a flight stick. You gotta have a flight stick. Gotta fucking figure out how to get DOS to run on Windows. All that shit. You don't want to deal with it. You just want to play. And actually, the great thing about Squadrons is Justin's right. The game feel is probably better than TIE Fighter. They've really tightened up all the controls. Everything just, you know, feels a little bit better in Squadrons. And there's a lot of attention to, like, competitive balance. So, you know, all the ships have strengths and weaknesses, but, you know, none of them are too high or too low on the tier list of ships or whatever. If gameplay is important to you, Squadrons, if immersion and, like, you know, uh, immersion and and dialogue and making you feel like you're part of the motherfucking Galactic Empire is important to you, you can go play TIE Fighter, uh, which is my number one favorite Star Wars game. And we've had discussions about this before, even off-air, of, like, that crazy age of game development with LucasArts where it was like you just couldn't kind of do your own shit like don't like don't murder Luke in your game if you can right, but yeah. like you can whatever <laughs> and that's super interesting of like that wild west kind of feel of like yeah I'm play around in the sandbox a little bit like and that's what the you know I think the uh, extended universe was sort of starting out as it's just sort of like, oh, this is all play in the sandbox to figure out what we want to do. Yep. And then people start taking it as gospel and then mega corporations buy it out and go, yeah, none of that shit matters. Um, <laughs> but then fans within the mega corporation who don't, you know, are maybe the higher ups are oblivious of what they're doing. Start reintroducing shit from the expanded universe. That was badass. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we gotta have Ad- Grand Admiral Thrawn back. Like, he was fucking great. Uh, uh, KOTOR, uh, that game is fucking kick-ass. We're gonna make Darth Revan canon again. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're stealing well, shit back. I mean, that's the great thing when you know that there's a whole cache of, like, you know, great ideas and, yeah, and interesting people moments. already thought you of. Just rip that shit off, and if your yeah. bosses don't know the difference, you're a genius, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, number one for me, officially, is fucking... Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars, Skywalker Holy Saga. Holy shit. This is just such a great experience to play through. Um, and it's one of the few Star Wars games that I'm like, really like, I, I want to keep playing this. I want to keep playing this, even though I know, I know what fucking happens. And I'm like, I got to keep playing this. I want to see what do we do differently? What are the jokes like? What are the games like? Um, and like I said, it's been a long ass time since I've played a Lego game. And this definitely scratched that itch of like, oh, this is why these were great. So that's, that's definitely my number one. In all seriousness, um, uh, my honorable mention for number one would definitely be uh, playing uh, Edge of the Empire uh, tabletop game with James running it as DM. He is so good and uh, lets us get away with a lot of dumb shit. And um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna tell a quick story that may or may not get edited out. So we're we're playing this whole thing, and I've got this so, but, whole. Wait, as a quick aside, so it's it's basically like your tabletop kind of D and D version it's D&D. of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're playing this role playing game, and I've got this whole dungeon laid out. I'm like, okay, you know, they're gonna get ambushed by bounty hunters, and the bounty hunters are up on this thing. They're gonna be sniping them, and you know, the sniper bullets are gonna like chase them into a cave. And in the cave, there's a monster, and they're gonna fight the monster. But like, really, what they're trying to do is they're trying to lure out the monster, and then they can get the monster to fight the bounty hunters. They're like, yeah, then we got it. So I get there, and they're like, okay, you know, these bounty hunters are up on the hill, and they're sniping you guys. And they're like, cool. Well, how did how did the bounty hunters? get out in the middle of the desert. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. There's like a speeder off to the side. 
cool can we get over to that speeder and i'm like yeah i mean i, I guess uh like cool uh are the keys in the speeder i'm like hey roll to check to see if the keys are in the speeder and zach rolls like an 11 like a natural because it's it's a d10 or a d10 but like there's a i don't know there's a special 11 it's like or, a, yeah or i can't remember what it is and he rolls like the best result, and I'm like, "Well, I guess the keys are just in the land speeder, and you guys just skipped the whole dungeon." So we did. We just drove. We just drove away. <laughs> and now we didn't know. We didn't know that there was like this unbelievable adventure waiting for us. We were like, "Oh, they came out here in the desert with a speedster. Well, fuck them. They can die in the <laughs> desert." And then we just all hopped in the car and got out of town. I mean, like that—that that was the most like realistic thing to happen too, because it's like you're being shot at. Uh, jump on a bike and fuck off. Like, just go. <laughs> Like run away. Like, uh, in in our defense, you killed the creature from the Black Lagoon in the well laid out horror D and D game that Monster of the Week that I had set up. You killed the creature from the Black Lagoon with a bomb that was shaped like a hamburger. Yeah. So yeah. let's not let's not point fingers at like who's not understanding the the spirit of the game. Yeah, we had a very. I remember we had a very adult version of that game going for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah Monster yeah. of the Week is good shit. And yeah, yeah you like guys were banging everybody with Edge of the Empire. You we also, <laughs> we also on a separate campaign played Edge of the Empire. Justin and I, and they just yeah. wanted to fuck everything. Anything that could be fucked was fuckable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what 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 a blurb on the back of the game box. Anything that's fuckable is fuckable. Uh, <laughs> You want some alien dick? Here you go. So, yeah, so so my number one is Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. And also I like playing tabletop games uh, with James. He's a very good DM. The end. That's that's me. That's for me. Uh, my number one, um, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before as well. I forget if it was my number one. Uh, the Rogue Squadron game. Uh, Rogue Squadron. I saw so those good. commercials. And yeah. You thought it was cool. badass. And guess what? It was. Oh, shit. Okay. Um great games um i love the flying games i really want to like go i want to try to play uh uh what, what was it tie fighter you gotta but jump I know through. that's gonna be like possible you, to try to install but you, you gotta jump through some hoops but man it's worth it um but yeah like uh rogue squadron was uh, that that game i played over and over i just loved flying the ships i just loved the feel of it i would just go through i just ah I can I could just imagine just the playthrough in my mind the, that whole game. I just loved just being able to just fly the different ships of Star Wars. Like that was just so enjoyable to me. Um, yeah, that was game. that was an amazing top five. We the only crossover we had between the three of us was Lego Star Wars: The Lego Skywalker Wars. Saga. We other than that, we all had yeah. unique unique games. That's crazy that there's that many unique and good apparently Star Wars games. Uh, I will uh, endorse. I, I can go first. We've been talking a lot of Star Wars. I will endorse all of the Star Wars miniatures games. Actually, you know, I'm gonna endorse Star Wars board games in general. Um, just all of them are pretty good. Actually, yeah. my favorite is Star Wars Rebellion, which is like a two player strategy game. Uh, it's really, really like rules intensive. So, you know, it's not like a, Ooh, let's just sit down and we'll have like a nice breezy hour of board gaming. Like, nah, you're going to sit down for like three or four hours and you're going to play a strategy game. Uh, it's like star Wars risk. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, that game's great. All of the Star Wars miniatures games are great. I love Armada, X-Wing, Legion. I love Armada especially. Um, Outer Rim, uh, my wife loves that game. It is getting an expansion this summer. All the, the expansion shit sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. They're all good. All the Star Wars board games. But uh, uh, the thing I actually wrote down that I was going to endorse off the strength of just one episode, this is not something I typically endorse. I am going to endorse uh, watching Moon Knight. I... Whoa! What? Wow! I watched the now, first. Okay, now to everyone that like, why is he surprised? Yeah. James didn't watch shit when it comes to like the Disney Plus Marvel shit. Like he, WandaVision, I think you made it like partially. No, I don't no. think you guys started. WandaVision. It never even started. Um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, Loki series. Nope. Fucking nope. all these different. Great I watched. I watched. Shit. I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier up until the point where, like, uh, Falcon was, like, doing doing his tax. No, he was, like, going to apply for a loan. And he was like, hey, I, I'm broke. I, I got to get money. And I'm like, this is depressing and a downer. And why this it it's boring. I don't want to see uh, Falcon do his <laughs> taxes. James showing how waspy he is. Like, hmm, ethnic people having financial problems. Bored now. Time to watch a different show. It doesn't affect me at all. I could get a loan any day. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a piece of shit. shit. So you've been watching Moon Knight? That's I watched, crazy. I watched Moon Knight. Uh, well, here's the thing. I made the mistake. Uh, Jess has been watching Moon Knight. She's been watching it without me. And... I made the mistake of mentioning uh, to someone at my work. I was like, oh, yeah, my wife loves all the superhero stuff. And she was like, oh, you got to watch Moon Knight. So now I've had somebody at work every day like, have you watched Moon Knight? Have you watched Moon Knight? Have you watched Moon Knight? And now I'm like, all right, well, let me just watch Moon Knight. Uh, so I watched it. That first episode, pretty good. I, I kind of liked it. It was shot really well. Uh, I don't know. Oscar Isaac was good. Uh, he, The camera is on him the whole time and the whole time the camera cannot take its eye off of oscar isaac so like his performance makes or breaks the episode i thought he was pretty good um shot really well uh the premise is really interesting it seems like and you can correct me if i'm wrong i know nothing about superheroes or marvel or moon knight or this is my first exposure to it but it seems like the character uh basically has like a split personality and in one personality he's like a doofy normal guy and then in the other personality, he's like a crazy superhero. and But he can't control when he switches between one or the other yet, at least in the first episode. Uh, so Yeah, so one of his personalities is basically Indiana Jones or uh, or Nathan Drake. And the other one is like a mild-mannered gift shop, you know, employee. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing I'd, I've been kind of like, ooh, about Moon Knight is the CG is a little rough. Yes, or, I pointed like, that out. Because <laughs> there's like, he's like talking to, I get there is a voice and I'm not sure if that voice is, is his alter ego or just another voice. I, you don't have to spoil it for me. I, I don't know. But he's talking to another voice and he's like, if the voice is like, watch out. And then I'm watching it with my wife. I'm like, watch out, bad CG. And then just like all this <laughs> terrible like CG logs and terrible CG just explosions. And I'm like, that looks bad. But no, the worst <laughs> is when uh, there's like a chase scene and he's like driving a truck. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He, well, before the logs and stuff, he looks behind him, and a guy like jumps off another truck to like jump on, and it's literally like a cartoon character. And then like it becomes real when the guy walks to the back of the truck. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's like, and it's like, oh, that's an actor now. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the CG is rough, but it otherwise is. it's been a pretty cool show. Luna and I have been enjoying. Otherwise, it's shot. I thought it was shot really well. Uh, other the, than the, CG, the only yeah. question, the only question that I have about that show is, as, as I just keep watching, I'm like, how the fuck is this going to tie in to like the normal cinematic. superhero bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> like, how's Iron Man going to be like? Oh man, we got to fight this fucking Kang the Conqueror, and Moon Knight's like, I fucking talk to Egyptian gods and shit. Like, what are we doing right now? I'm not clear. Is this part of the MCU or is this like its own it is. thing? Okay, because like, it's, it's, it's happening at like the same era, like in the same time. Because so. yeah, you're right. It's all like Egyptian gods and like crazy shit. I don't know. The MCU like has it's a lot not of... as far as I'm seeing. It's not tying in, but like right. There's a lot of established now so mm-hmm. like spider-man could run into him at some point or That's something true. like that it's just like I, I always thought about that with the other um kind of the other better marvel ones like uh, uh the jessica jones uh luke cage um although like i i was kind of hoping they would work those into the movies be like uh, like even if it was just like a one-time like you know end game like here they are no Daredevil showed up in 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 No Way Home, so oh, I didn't know that. That's true. I haven't watched. Go watch No Way Home, man. Daredevil shows up in it. (laughs) Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm terribly surprised. I'm shocked that uh, that you're giving Moon Knight a shot. I'm shocked that I gave it a shot, and I'm shocked that I enjoyed it. Um, The other thing I was going to mention, Marvel superhero, I guess, whatever, is I didn't know they're making another uh a spider-verse movie which i saw the trailer for that i was like oh awesome i really enjoyed the first spider-verse uh movie so yeah. well it's, it's it's funny because you have a lot of the same ideas that i do which is like man oh man i really love these side projects that don't necessarily tie in to the regular bullshit yeah because like that's why i liked mandalorian so much like mm-hmm. in the beginning because it was like oh this is cool and doesn't have to fucking do with anything and same thing like <laughs> Moon Knight is fucking super weird, and it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Like Spider Verse does, I think one of my favorite. It, it does the same thing I really enjoyed about um, certain like video game remakes, is specifically like Final Fantasy VII remake, where clearly in the planning room, like when they're adapting uh, Spider Verse. Uh, they were like, "Hey, what about all the crazy dumb shit that's in the comics? Should we <laughs> yeah. should we get rid of that? No, we're gonna double down on that. That's gonna be like the feature. We're gonna have Spider Pig, and we're gonna have you know all the crazy dumb shit. Nicholas Cage, yeah. uh, as Spider Noir. Uh, what about what about uh, Cloud cross dressing? Uh, we're gonna have a whole fifteen minute song and dance where like yeah, we're gonna double down on the dumb shit, and I I like that." being the decision that's made like what do we do with the weird shit uh we double down on it that's a good point yeah that's a good point yeah i enjoyed the last uh spider-verse so kind of excited to see this one coming up uh anything Sorry, you want I, to endorse I, justin i, I, I come um, sure. whole... yeah it, james said them all no um mine are stupid they're adult good. things again well good. one's kind of an adult thing the other one's kind of like more appealing but the first thing is Best uh, best thing I probably bought is a dehumidifier. Oh, okay. Okay. It's interesting. So our master bedroom is always closed because we have a cat in there who doesn't get along with the other cats. So she pretty much has to live in there, and she's on a particular diet and this whole thing. So she just lives in her room. So our door is closed all the time. But our bathroom is in our room. So what keeps happening is our room gets all musty and nasty from all the showering, taking a bath. Oh. Um, 
and it doesn't get a chance to get filtered out because there's not an intake for the AC to pull air out of that room. So it gets really like kind of moist in there sometimes. So I bought a <laughs> it gets very moist. Um oh. <laughs> how do you think the kids showed up? Oh, um, oh. hey. Um so I was like, all right, let me try a dehumidifier. Let me just put something in the room that's gonna help like pull that water out. Oh my god, the amount of water this thing's pulling. I keep emptying the tray. It's filling up a two-liter tray like twice daily. Jesus. Yeah. It, it's gotten the the humidity started at like like 50%. It's down to like 35% now. Damn. So and it and it makes the room feel so much better. The room actually feels dry. It feels comfortable. It doesn't feel gross. You don't feel like you're sweating when you walk in there. Um, you can sleep comfortably. The AC feels better. It just kind of feels cooler. I feel like this is a very Florida problem. Yes. Yeah, it, it's a very Florida thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a big uh, a big Florida thing. Um, so, yeah, if you have a humid room, just go buy a dehumidifier. It's, it's good. Makes a room very comfortable. Uh, especially, too, if it's like a room where you want to keep things from getting wet or like destroyed so if like your clothes you want to make sure those stay dry it's good for that um it's good for books it's good for game you know board games if you don't want those to get like warped or anything from just standard humidity issues florida so yeah um it's good for a lot of things so well now uh, you've talked me into the, getting one for here because i got a lot of tapes that i don't want to get moldy so that actually that's is probably true a you probably should make an investment they're not that bad um i got like a 1500 square foot one for like 60 bucks okay so it wasn't too bad that was like though like searching around like real real good and trying to find one but you know you can get whatever uh for like the room you're in it doesn't look like you would need that big of one anyway so um my second endorsement uh this past weekend we went on a boat boats are fun Boats are so, fun. so yeah no so for Ashley's <laughs> boats are fun that's why we're going on another boat ride this <laughs> upcoming weekend on an even bigger boat. Um, <laughs> please also, don't, Justin. Please don't kill yourself. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> What's bringing me joy right now? Boats. Boat. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. I like, have a piece of candy. I like boats. Um, no. So for for. Ashley's company did like a like an outing on like some pontoon boats. Oh, okay. Um, and it was fun. Uh, we went out uh, out of Tarpon Springs. On, we rented pontoon boats. I had to be one of the boat drivers because nobody, everybody else wanted to get trashed. Okay. You were um, responsible. I was responsible, kind of. Um, allegedly. Um, <laughs> no, I was responsible. Uh, we went out to a little island that was just off the coast called Ankalote Key. Hung out there. It was fun, um, and you know, it just it just brings it's just fun to drive a boat. Although that boat was kind of slow, pontoon boats are very fast. I hate I hate that, but it was fun. Um, it was a nice little little thing to get out there and go to that little island. It's a it's a nice little it was a nice little getaway for a weekend or for a day just to kind of go out there and. The island was nice and kind of isolated in a way, so you could walk around. It was kind of like it was almost like a sandbar that had some nature on it. Okay. Um, you could get there was a bunch of shells like crazy. Like you get full sand dollars, like good looking shells, or even like horseshoe crabs, just just dead carcass horseshoe crabs. You could just get 
There's some dead bodies later. It was nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that, like, your hum- dehumidifier, Zach was like, yeah, that's a good... And, like, a boat and, like, looking at shells. Count me the fuck out. Yeah, Zach, I'm looking at Zach being like, boat and shells? Nope. <laughs> Big nope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go, go drive a boat. It's fun. One more thing that just came to mind. I don't know if you guys have heard. Of, this is a very uh, Florida kind of Tampa area exclusive thing. Have you guys ever heard of Mr. and Mrs. Crab? What? I mean, I have I know... driven by a couple, but I've never been in. Go to if you like like crab or shell, clams, shrimp, whatever. If you like kind of the Joe's Crab Shack kind of like pot boil thing that they do. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Crab. Holy shit. Oh, fucking shit. delicious. I don't know what the fuck they put in their sauce that they put bake, like boil these things in. But my god. Ashley and I are addicted to the to the fucking shit. We've been like so many times. <laughs> it's like it's crack. It literally <laughs> is. It's That's crack. actually what it says underneath it. It's the two crabs. One has a top hat, one has like a little veil. Yeah. And it says it's crack. <laughs> it, it no, it's so fucking good. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, I don't know if like James, James, I don't know if you, do you eat crab or I'm not like, like, I mean, I like crab, like but I'm not like a, cause like I went to like, you know, the Maryland crab, fa- I was in the DC area for like a wedding several years ago and we went to like the Maryland thing, you got the hammer and you crab and I'm like, this is just a lot of work for a small amount of meat. What if, what if somebody just pre-cracked all and just gave me the meat that that'd be awesome. Uh, pay me an extra 20 bucks to do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, you don't have to get you don't have to get crab either. They have uh, shrimp. They have just like uh, mussels. Yeah. Uh, so things that are kind of open and already eatable. But goddamn, this fucking sauce that they make is just—I don't know how to explain it. It is somebody just fucking, give the man the fucking sauce. Jesus. <laughs> just I want to drink the sauce. Forget. <laughs> get, just give me the bag bag of sauce, and I'll drink that. Thank you. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Crab, if you're ever in like Tampa, Clearwater, St. Pete, they're kind of, there's like this franchise that's starting to kind of branch out. Um, even in Plant City, they got one now. And mm-hmm. it's uh, fucking delicious. It is just, this flavor is just, I don't know how to explain <laughs> Jesus. it. Jesus. He's going to, he's becoming I, visibly erect. Anyway. I am having the big O over this sauce. So I'm, so I'm going to combine both of these non sequiturs and give uh, a recommendation on a TV show. And a food place. Oh. Um, so TV show, uh, it's new on HBO Max. It's called uh, Our Flag Means Death. Uh, it's uh, created by Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah. And it stars Murray from Flight of the Concords as oh. a very foppish uh, gentleman pirate trying to become a famous pirate on the, on the high seas. Um, but he is very foppish and dandy. <laughs> and uh, his crew doesn't respect him and things like that. And and so uh, they have a couple of little baby adventures that they kind of bungle up. And then they end up crossing paths with uh, the famous Blackbeard the Pirate, who is played by Taika Waititi. And they, uh, Murray from Fly the Concords and Taika Waititi have this agreement of like, okay, if you show me the finer things in life, coming from like a foppish dandy background, then I'll show you how to not be a bag of shit pirate. And so like they're it's, it's actually very, very funny. Um, the, the whole cast is fantastic. Um, I've super, super dug it. 
and it's like blowing up online everywhere. It's like the biggest thing that HBO has done since like Game of Thrones. So it's just going big and it's very funny. And I was like, good for everybody involved. Um, food. I was originally going to say Mr. Hot Pot, which is a place that just opened up here because we went again. We've been there twice now and we figured out the secret of Mr. Hot Pot the second time. The secret of Mr. Hot Pot, because a hot pot place is uh, you sit at this table. Table has like four burners on it, like electric burners. And then it's got in the middle is like a big uh, heat plate. And so uh, you have like a little bowl of broth and there's a little like monorail that goes around the restaurant that has like little plates of vegetables and you throw that in your broth and you make soup or whatever. But then there's also like a little added bonus where it's like barbecue where you can get raw meat and cook it in the middle and it can like complement your meal. We found out the secret is fuck the broth. That's just there for show. And so the FDA doesn't like shut them down. Go fucking ham on like the bulgogi beef and shit and just make a giant barbecue in the middle and like throw in like mushrooms and shit and like just cook it up crazy. And that's fucking delicious. But the actual food recommendation I'm going to give since Justin gave the Mr. and Mrs. Crab recommendation as like a, maybe a Florida thing. There is a California kind of foodie replace called Zimzari, which is in like Trinity, Newport Richie kind of area. Um, they do a lot of like tacos and that kind of um, Southwest sort of dining experience, whatever, but they have like kind of fancy tacos. They'll do like um, there's like a filet mignon, taco where it's like soft tacos and it's got like fancy beef and is a um mongolian beef taco and so they're very tasty okay great but they have an appetizer and the appetizer is um called pork and plantains and so they take a big plate and they take these big ass plantains which are like kind of like bananas and they slice them like a little like a rich size cracker size of plantain and they cook it up and then they pull uh like beautifully long sauteed pulled pork and they plop that right on top and they put like this little chimichurri sauce on it and holy shit it's so good um i actually talked to an uh, a fellow employee at my work about it and they went and they've got like fit like fucking 10 kids collectively like him and the wife have like 10 kids they have like a fucking minor league baseball teams worth of children <laughs> with them at all times. And uh, they went to Zimzari and he ordered the appetizer and told all the children that they wouldn't like it. And he ate the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and I was like, I've never been more proud. What a great idea. Um, so yeah, go to Zimzari, tell them the good games podcast sent you and order the pork and plantains appetizer. Cause it's fucking incredible. Um, and, and there you go. When my parents came up to see the new house, I happened to mention Zimzari and they literally sent me pictures from Zimzari on the way back. Like they were like, Hey, we left early cause we wanted to go check this place out. So there you go. Zimzari in like the Trinity Newport Richie kind of area. Uh, and it's fucking fantastic. So there you go. There's my, there's my recommendations for this episode. All right. Well, uh, our, our flag means death and pork and plantains. Hell yeah. Perfect now I'm hungry. Um, yeah, just ate dinner and now yeah, I'm hungry again. Uh, our next episode, uh, is it Kirby? Uh, it's probably going to be either, it's probably gonna be either Kirby. Kirby or since you brought it up earlier that every star Wars board game is a five out of five classic. Uh, we're going to put that to the taste test and we're going to play the star Wars VCR board game. 
Ooh, yeah. It's probably not good. I, let me amend my previous statement to say nope, that. No, too late. You already said no, it. Every no. game okay. is fucking 10 You're out of 10 right. on Board Game Geek. You're right. And we're going to put that to the taste test. You're right. That's exactly what I said. Um, or or we're going to play Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or Kirby. Yeah, who knows? Stay tuned. We'll figure out what the fuck our next episode is going to be. All right, uh, anything else? Uh, if you're a fan of wrestling, go buy merchandise from fullygimmick.com. If you're a fan of VHS bootlegs, go buy them from Brainbuster Video. We're going to be doing a convention in Ocala in a month called Spookala. It's Halloween-themed, and uh, we're going to bring a lot of weird shit. Hell yeah. And, and the girl from Sleepaway Camp is going to be there. Okay. Angela from Sleepaway Camp from the twist ending. Okay. So, yeah. Hell yeah. And I have, I, I, uh. Oh. Well, as preview, such. A little preview. I was saying, as such, I, I made a copy of Sleepaway Camp. So, uh. Perfect. Oh, Japanese so, yeah. box art. Of course, yeah. Of course. I'm a hipster. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that Hell goes. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all my plugs. All right. Uh, well, for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. Justin. I'm Zach. We'll uh, like time. and subscribe and follow us and yes, uh, watch all that hit shit. Hit all the buttons. I hit always, all the buttons. I always forget to hit, all, hit, just click every button. Every button that's on, just click them all. Uh, and then all. write we'll comments about, write some comments about. Yeah, make about... friends in the comments. Tell us why the Stern Pinball version of Star Wars sucks balls and why we're, we're fucking lame or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Leave that comment. All the negative <laughs> comments. All right, uh, we're out of here. Goodbye. Right, goodbye. 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 Well, just real quick here. Uh, let me run through this real quick and just shout out if you would have tried this out. Like if you had saw this on a, on a, on a shelf at Blockbuster, would you have rented this? Okay. The adult section. Uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi Ewok Adventure for the Atari 2600. <laughs> Ooh. That's a little before my time, but I loved anything. Here's what we're going to do. That this, sounds like it. Uh, throw out my previous premise. Smash or pass. Here it is. Smash, yes, pass, no, okay? But I mean, Smash or pass, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. I'm going to... Little, little, little kid me is going to smash everything Star Wars. Well, so let's... I'm going to smash it. I'll smash it. Okay. I feel like I would have passed. Um, I would be a passer on that one. Star Wars Episode 7, Shadows yeah. of the Sith. I don't know what console that was supposed to be did on. You, did you just make something up? I didn't. I just swear to God, it's what it says right here. Hold on, let me let me let me see what it looks like. Shadow. Okay. What? While you're looking that up, next is Smasher Pass Star Wars Imperial Commando. It was going to be a first-person shooter. Oh, you're. This is like a plan. This is a list of canceled games. Oh fuck! Um, smash everything. Yes, smash the thing you did before and smash this. I would I would have definitely smashed uh, Shadows of the Sith. Okay. I probably would have smashed um, Rudy Tootie McShooty. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Smuggler. I'll smash that. I'd smash that. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 3, Brink of Darkness. Oh, smash that hard. <laughs> yeah, I'd smash it. 
Uh, I think we all would have this. We would have group smashed this next one. Star Wars Battlefront three in two thousand and eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. just would have been instant yeah, yeah. smash. Yeah. Um. Star Wars First Assault in mm. two thousand and twelve. That was going to be another first person shooter. Interesting. Yeah. Whatever. I'll smash it. That that may have been a pass for me. That that didn't sound. <laughs> the name itself didn't sound appealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the name is first like, assault. Whatever, but... Sounds like yeah, that. Sounds like you're 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 just trying. You're in a courtroom and <laughs> just, this is your first assault. So we're gonna I, let you I off. I plead. <laughs> <laughs> your Honor, it was my first assault. Um, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic three. Smash. Smash. Okay. Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Oh, uh, you know I would have smashed that. That's the like bounty hunter game with like Boba Fett. Uh, uh, game would would have oh, taken more mature, gritty direction. Smashy, uh, would emphasize fast paced gadget and weapon based combat. Oh yeah, I, I super tools smash. exclusive to bounty hunters rather than force and lightsaber based combat. That's a smash. I was since I was a bounty hunter fan, that would have been very nice for me. Uh. Then there was also Star Wars Attack Squadrons in 2014. Yeah, Smash. What is sure. that? A, what, yeah, yeah, Smash. That it was a canceled freemium multiplayer space combat action video game developed by Area 52 Games. I'll smash it. Uh, it yes. was going to be for web browsers. It was developed with Unity. Oh, uh, uh, I want to smash Star Wars.io. I. <laughs> I want to smash it, but uh, it's like smashing it. But I might get an STD from it. Right, right. <laughs> right. Like, should probably wear a condom. I don't know. That one might actually be a pass for me because that sounds wow. like that. That sounds like what like Galaxy of Heroes is now, and that holds absolutely no appeal to me at all. What is Galaxy of Heroes? You know that game you love that's called Marvel Strike Force. What if what if I told you there's a Star Wars version of that game that's just the same game but Star Wars? Now what if I told you that as of oh no Monday oh no <laughs> I fucking deleted that shit oh oh look at you so whatever the episode was that James and I talked about that stupid fucking game I had still been playing that game every single Ooh. day. Since then. And I fucking... And you know what it was? I was really busy this past weekend. I had like a project on Saturday and then I had a gig on Sunday. And when I woke up on Monday, I realized I hadn't like checked in that day. So I like lost all the bonuses or whatever. And I literally just looked at it and I was like, what's the fucking point? And I just fucking... (laughs) Do you you get little coins that say how long you've been off the game now? I gotta hope so. I need some. Jesus. Um... (laughs) But yeah, so I'm finally done with that bullshit, and I'm not going to do the Star Wars one, so there you go. 